You're listening to the Inbound Logistics Podcast with today's guests, Andrea Kirkland and Tyrone Harrison of the Port Authority of New York and New Jersey. The Port Authority of New York and New Jersey has seen an unprecedented growth in cargo volumes, especially compared to their West Coast counterparts. While the overall market is still fighting its way back from the lingering effects of the pandemic, various factors have coaxed cargo traffic to shift from Western shores to the East Coast. Andrea Kirkland and Tyrone Harrison of the Port Authority of New York and New Jersey chat with us to break down how the Port Authority has managed to adapt and ably handle the pumped up volume. Joining me today on the Inbound Logistics Podcast are Tyrone Harrison, Manager, Intermodal Rail Development in the Port Department at the Port Authority of New York and New Jersey, and Andrea Kirkland, Business Development and Industry Relations Midwest Sales Manager in the Port Department at the Port Authority of New York and New Jersey. Uh, Tyrone, Andrea, after all those uh, words, thank you so much for taking some time to chat with us today. You're welcome. Thank you. It's great to have you guys. Uh, So uh, I need to ask you guys a favor and uh, have you introduce yourselves uh, to our audience if you could. So Andrea Kirkland, I'll ask you to go first, please. Sure. I'm Andrea Kirkland. My industry background spans 25 years in maritime shipping, global logistics, and business development. I joined the Port Authority's Port Department Business Development and Industry Relations team in the fall of 2021. My present role is supporting the Midwest account base with port resources, outreach, expanded use of intermodal rail services, as well as bridging opportunities for discretionary export cargo. Thank you for having me. And Tyrone, you, sir. Yeah, thanks. Tyrone Harrison, Manager of Intermodal Rail Development. Um, over a decade of experience in the transportation industry, mainly specifically the railroad. Currently, my main scope is to increase the demand curve for intermodal volume through the Port of New York and New Jersey. Excellent. Thank you so much. All right, let's talk about the port then. Uh, there's a, a report that just came out that the, the Port of New York, New Jersey is the busiest port nationwide. Uh, when we talk about being the busiest port, what kind of volume are we really talking about? Yeah, so through February, the Port Authority of New York, New Jersey, it's been the busiest port in the country. Um, while we have outpaced the port of um, L.A., uh, cargo volumes throughout the entire U.S. have slowed down substantially as the market has softened. Um, some of the main drivers behind the softening are cargo owners sitting on high inventories, inflationary pressures, and a slowdown in manufacturing and imports from China. Andrea, do you want to chime in on that? Absolutely. And by all means, the volumes were unprecedented and certainly not what we planned for. So definitely a lot of volume. Well, what kind of uh, factors do you think are contributing to that kind of volume coming your way? Yeah, a lot of it from you know the West Coast. The West Coast Longshoremen labor negotiations have caused major uncertainty on the West Coast, which has led to cargo shifting to the East Coast ports like the Port of New York, New Jersey. Um, as negotiations continue, any hurdles, you know, will continue to drive that trend on the West Coast. Um, also, on our part, providing reliable and consistent services helped us gain traction in converting and retaining volume our way. Yes, as shippers diversified their cargo routing to mitigate the flow of goods within the supply chain, the Port of New York and New Jersey was able to handle that capacity and manage those unprecedented levels, which, again, they were not forecasted for years to come, those levels. All right. Then to, uh, to keep things moving, you guys have to have some increased uh, efficiency uh, with things like throughput, uh, cleaning out cars and things like that. So um, ha- have your in and out times improved overall? And can you go through some of those uh, increased efficiencies? Yeah. So the movement of export um, empty containers has definitely helped us increase efficiency. 
rail dwell on average has been 1.5 days, which is great. Uh, and that's from vessel discharge to train departure. Um, obviously our goal is to reduce dwell below 24 hours and work with our class one rail partners, increasing um, on-time train performance. Um, this in return will increase throughput and subsequently train velocity as well. Uh, we also have the supply chain dashboard that can be found on our website that keeps track of all our dwelling efficiency. Andre, what are you seeing with regards to those particular issues? Speaking back to the point that we had an unprecedented amount of cargo, what we were able to do um, in response to that is evacuate those empty containers to help improve seaport operations and fluidity by ensuring more container terminal space for imports to be processed quickly at the port. What uh, infrastructure does the port have in place to support uh, this kind of uh, volume and traffic? Yeah, we invested $600 million to four on-dock express rail facilities, um, which expedites vessel discharge to rail. Um, each marine terminal has state-of-the-art equipment to efficiently handle the cargo to keep dwell at or below 1.5 days and handle an annual rail lift capacity of $1.5 million. Uh, the Wavery Loop helps port operations substantially by allowing trains both Class 1 railroads to traverse simultaneously to and from the port. Um, additionally, our southbound connector project, which, you know, for context, which is a crossover from the express rail, um, Elizabeth, to allow trains to arrive and depart from that said location, um, was recently issued a grant of $6 million with the expected completion date of Q3 2026. Now, construction will begin Q4 2024, and some of those key benefits of the southbound connector projects are, you know, increased validity, um, capacity in Port Newark for all terminals utilizing the express rail network, um, simultaneous arrival of, of trains and departure, faster um, train arrivals and departures, um, gain hours of daily production, and overall improved recovery for late train arrivals as well. So um, I think in total, it also raised the ceiling for traffic growth. Well, in addition to the expansion of the port's network rail system, Berths were widened with the onset of preparation for those larger sized ships. Even further dredging to accommodate larger ships will be possible since the Army Corps of Engineers approved further widening and will begin that project. As a point of mention, our labor operations never stopped during the global crisis. Plus, we have workforce development efforts actively engaging with the community to attract next generation TDL, transportation, distribution, and logistics professionals labor to keep the region moving. Uh, speaking of moving, what about export volume? What are you guys seeing in, in terms of that? Yeah, well, total exports have kind of picked up as share of total volume. That has been driven mainly um, by the movement of export empty containers from our port. Uh, for many years, our largest export trading partner was China. But since 2019, our number one export trading partner is India. Um, export loaded containers share total exports has dropped substantially since 2018. Um, additionally, new service lanes from Ohio Valley to the port has helped export volumes and um, while accommodating the, the ag business. Um, also, as a note, we as a gateway are interested in growing our export volume for the sake of balance as well. Andre, how about you? What are you seeing? Well, what I'm hearing back from the trade is that the actual cargo flows are being managed and controlled with a lot of optimism and outlook for Q3 with things normalizing even more so. Okay. Uh, 
I'm going to ask you to put on your uh, your prophecy hats uh, for a second. Um, how different is the maritime supply chain going to look, say, in five years, uh, if at all? Yeah, great question. So, you know, we're working on helping the rest of the regional supply chain right size and continue to do our job to remain fluid and efficient. Um, we raised the Bayonne Bridge, made significant improvements in our harbor with dredging, and have shown we can accommodate the capacity given the shift in volume from the West Coast. Um, despite our own commitments and enhancements here at the port, every link in the supply chain needs to be able to handle that same amount of capacity to avoid bottlenecks. We need all of our partners to step up and operate collectively to avoid any disruptions or um, unfavorable market conditions in the future. Andrea, are you seeing things uh, in line with uh, Tyrone or, or are you seeing different? No, I would have to agree with Tyrone. He hit the nail on the head. Excellent. Uh, guys, if our, our guests want to get more information about the port and about uh, the volume and things going on there, where can I send them? You can send them to portnynj.com. Fantastic. That link will be in the show notes. Tyrone, Andrea, thank you so much for your time today. Best of luck to you guys. Uh, best of luck to the port. Thank you. Thank you. Inbound Logistics Magazine is the information leader in supply chain and logistics management. Start your free print and digital subscription today by visiting bit.ly slash getil. That's bit.ly slash get underscore il and stay ahead of the 3PL game. The Inbound Logistics Podcast is a production of Inbound Logistics Magazine. For the most in-depth information around logistics, transportation, and supply chain practices, get your free print and digital subscription at inboundlogistics.com slash subscribe. Connect with us via LinkedIn, Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube for the most current developments in the industry. If you'd like to leave us some feedback or have a topic you'd like to see covered in a future episode, call our dialogue line at 888-878-3247 or leave us an email at podcast at inboundlogistics.com. I'm your host, Jeff Vita. Thanks for listening, and we'll catch you next time here on the Inbound Logistics Podcast.